0: Hello! Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. Happy Tuesday, happy Mars Day, happy Mungle Day. I hope everyone's doing so so well. Um I sort of had a, a little bit of a revelation, um, but I'm still trying to work it out, so I need you to, whoever's listening right now, I need you to sort of bear with me and sort of come on this journey with me as I deconstruct it, as I walk through it, as I understand it and, and tweak it and... Um, perfect it and refine it in real time also happy Virgo season so Virgo season is sort of that type of season where you do just that perfect refine understand deconstruct make sense of things and right now I'm sort of trying to deconstruct my role in the spiritual community in spirituality in general and how much of a toxic environment it can be to be in, especially in the time of social media. Um, I think any time social media is involved or you get people conversing, connecting, understanding, you know, being on social media together, it can be so, so amazing. And I'm such a proponent of that. I'm such an advocate of social media and technology evolving into new ways of how we can reach and see and and better understand each other but also social media has this tendency to in my opinion oversaturate communities especially right now in my opinion again the spirituality community or the spiritual community full of you know psychics and mediums and tarot readers and astrology and self-help and Um, ascension and evolution and health and wellness and all of that other all of that stuff and beyond I think the spiritual community is a really great way to to be a better version of yourself if that exists but i think it's also a really great way to bypass the material world and the work that we still need to do as humans in this matrix in my opinion the best way to perfect in the spiritual world is to actually master perfect the matrix this earth these these earthly vessels as we are is to sort of understand the place and the role that we play in this very real world that we have been living in and I think that people that want to deny themselves I've done this and I have been doing this and I think that's why I'm sort of essentially walking away from spirituality in a lot of ways is because I think I've created this weird fucked up distortion of what the spiritual world allows me and what the earth and material world doesn't allow me and why I want to sort of disappear into the spiritual veil that is astrology tarot all of that stuff and why and and how that is so dangerous for evolution I think a lot of people are on the same path you can't bypass this earth guys you have to live in this world And as much as I would like to think that I'm not of this world and that I'm full of like magic and all of that stuff, which I am, just don't get me wrong. I totally am, um, but I need to find a way to reconcile the deep depression and aggression that I have towards Earth and some of its human beings as well as being enlightened and ascended and evolved. And so I think I grapple with that. And I think being neurodivergent is actually a very interesting bridge to 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 connect those two worlds. For me, um, having ADHD and I'm kind of going through the process of now being evaluated for ADHD and OCD and, and really maybe even considering medication and other ways of coping. I know I said in a couple of episodes ago that maybe my journey isn't through medication and isn't through a formal diagnosis but I think for me for my mental health lately it really makes sense for me to be diagnosed to know that okay this is what I have and now what can I do about it Um, I've been doing deeper dives recently in forms of, you know, online resources and books and interviews with certain psychologists and psychiatrists um, who specialize in the practice and the research of ADHD and other um, mental illnesses or mental conditions or, you know, people that are and identify as neurodivergent. And it's really empowering me to you know make the call to my doctor and make the call to my medical professional practitioner and say hey this is what I'm feeling this is what I'm going through and sort of co-creating and working with her to find a solution that works best for me and that is not only like very empowering but also like freeing I could cry yesterday I made the call I'm not even gonna lie to you I made the call yesterday and it was so freeing I felt like I I I had a blockage in my brain and I just, um, I'm picturing like a wine bottle and there was a cork in the bottle and I just popped the cork and I feel this enormous sense of relief and I feel like I finally am accepting who I am um, and who I've been my whole life. And I think that having a diagnosis and talking to professionals about it has really cemented my authenticity and who I am. And I think, and I know I talk about, you know, showing up as the truest, most authentic version of yourself. And this is very much a part of who I am. This is who I am. Um, I have, you know, certain limitations, and as again, as much as I would love to think that we are all limitless and you know we can manifest anything and stuff like that, for me, I can't. Um, I can't manifest or be limitless in what I'm doing right now without accepting my limitations, without accepting things that are difficult for me that are not difficult for the majority of the population. And as I grapple with that, as I walk through that cave of this journey it's really a uh it's dark as much as relief as as much as of a relief I feel it's a dark journey because I I know that there's communities of people out there that are neurodivergent so it's not like a lonely journey it's it's very much oh that's why I kept job hopping oh that's why I couldn't keep a relationship that's why I can't keep friendships. That's why I have certain relationships that are codependent and enmeshed with family members. And that is a reflection of all the other relationships that I've had. And also a very important piece of that is not gaslighting yourself. Not using things as an excuse, but also very much leaning into your or my very it's very important for me to very much have reasoning behind the way that I am and having a neur- neurodivergence having the diagnosis having that evaluation having to really admit to myself first and foremost that I have these things um is giving me a sense of yes relief but also like purpose like okay now I can do things different based on what I actually know for myself now I can actually travel places um, go places in my mind in my psyche and look back at my past without having to repress it because I had no idea why I was like that but I just knew that it was really painful and I knew that it was upsetting to other people and now I can go back and say oh that's reasoning It's not excuses, it's reasoning. And I say that as a message from me to me because I was taught that you are not allowed to blame or not allowed to um, place accountability on other things aside from yourself. You have to drown or be crushed by this crazy 100% accountability and nobody else or nothing else is accountable for who you turned out to be. And, you know, my family members talk like this. Like, you have to take accountability. You can't just blame every single person. And society talks like that. The spiritual community talks like that. They they talk about accountability a lot and making sure that you know um, that it's your fault if you're not able to manifest perfectly or get what you need. They assume, people assume in the spiritual community that all humans are created equal and there's no nuance and there's no difference and you can just take a course and everything will be okay and it's just or you can just read a book and things will be fine or you know it's a process and it's very much an unraveling it's a very much deconstructing and unlayering of so many different things about yourself that contribute to you know your so-called quote-unquote failures or your so-called quote-unquote achievements or you know you're a a lot of my depression comes from questioning why didn't I do this earlier why didn't I do this sooner why wasn't I like this before and it's it's this regression into my psyche that drives me mental and and allows me to not wake and 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 stops me from really seizing the day and allowing myself to forgive myself and it's really hard to come to a conclusion that maybe I have certain mental limitations and that I don't learn and take in information and work the way other people do. And I was surrounded by people that just told me I was stupid and I was lazy and I was um, not working hard enough and uh, all of that and not using my strengths in a way that was advantageous or beneficial. The reason why you're not able to Um, have a partner is because you are toxic and you're attracting toxicity okay cool got it check done time to not be toxic so I spent a lot of time inward blaming myself for every single thing that went wrong from like when I was born I was born with seizures so complete traumatic head injury brain injuries and I blame myself for that. I blame myself for taking up time in my childhood because I had problems, because I wasn't able to function the way other people did, because I had certain issues that needed extra care than than people in my class or people in my family. And I felt extremely guilty for taking the attention off of other people. And putting it on me because I needed that attention for that time and I've felt guilty ever since and so for me having something to look at and have be the reason why a lot of issues have come up is extremely freeing for me it doesn't take the accountability for things I can control but for the things I can't control I can finally let go and separate from the things I can control I don't have to take it all and that's really empowering. I'm still trying to figure out like how that works. Like how um, taking control versus not taking control, taking accountability versus not taking accountability, how that works. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. This is very fresh. This is very much like... Um still something I'm I'm learning to learn. Um so stay tuned, but I just wanted to sort of give you an update on certain things that are in my mind and certain things that I'm trying to understand better and maybe it'll hopefully give you, whoever's listening, the one person that's listening or nobody, I don't know. I'm off social media right now. Um, I guess that's the other piece that I wanted to talk about, Um, having social media be be a priority or be the, the center of my life and the way that I do things from everything from professional endeavors to personal things. Having that be a part of my a major part of my life, maybe not the center, but a major part of my life has really um, fucked up my way of taking in information and learning and trying to understand and accept who I am because yes, there's communities, like I said, there's online communities for everything and you can find your community if you look hard enough. And um, but there's also other communities that are more popular and louder and that sometimes supersede the attention and once you Im- embed yourself in these communities and understand maybe a little bit about them you understand less about yourself and you see yourself as not worthy or not good enough or Um, trying to be somebody else other than who you are to fit into these communities that are just not for you, that are just not designed for you, but they're marketed to you. Um, I think social media has a really toxic, swampland version of itself, and I think a lot of people get caught up in the undertow of those waves that they cannot conquer or ride or flow with. And for me, getting off social media and deleting apps and stuff is just one way that I can give myself some peace, is one way that I can grant myself some kindness and give myself a break. I probably will be back on social media, but not for the foreseeable future. I just don't feel like I I don't run my businesses off of it. I'm not an entrepreneur on it anymore. I don't depend on it for like income or traffic or attention or whatever it is. I don't really want that. And I think that was kind of the The problem with the spiritual world in my eyes I always thought that or like that type of entrepreneurial spirit like everybody's an entrepreneur you should quit your nine to five and all that stuff and I think that just got I got brainwashed with that rhetoric without actually looking at the type of person that I am Um, and I think entrepreneurship is great and I think maybe I'll come back to it but I think right now for the foreseeable future at least it's not for me I don't want to pursue having my own business I actually really like the structure and Um, working from home and having time split up in a certain way I think it's good for my neurodivergent brain and I think mastering that is really important to me I have in the last seven months mastered really good things I've stayed in a job for longer than three months and I've actually enjoyed myself and um, I think the next kind of opportunity as I get them will be just a step up from that but i think the opportunity needs to come in a, maybe i don't know but right now it it i i would like it to come in the place of like a company working for a company and i know that's not popular and i know that's not you know what most people are screaming about these days and and the woes about working for a company and the cons are definitely really true and i believe a lot of corporate america and and the west the way that we centralize corporations as if they're like demigods is really scary. And I think that um, we need to appease ourselves, give ourselves a little bit of um, slack, cut, us, cut ourselves some slack and and understand that we don't have to follow those rules. We can create different rules for ourselves in different ways in our lives um but for me right now working for a company and getting like pension contributed and getting a paycheck every 2 weeks and you know knowing what my schedules are and all of and knowing what my job description is every day and and evolving and ascending from that is something that is really important to me and that that brings me joy and that brings me peace and i don't know what the future holds but i think right now that stability is really important for me and um i think being off of so- then giving myself that admitting myself admitting to myself that really allowed me the permission to get off social media because in my mind social media wasn't fun anymore because i started to make it a business and then when it started to get fun because i stopped caring about the entrepreneurial side then I started to really go in on social media and I started to get a little bit obsessed with it. I started to hyperfixate on it, which is another symptom of my neurodivergence. And so in an attempt to sort of control it, it might be a little extreme, I had to get off of it. And I had to be like, okay, I need to separate myself. I need to sever these ties that I have with these apps and with this technology right now and it's definitely like a user error it's not the social media's fault entirely but it's definitely me just stepping away and and figuring out what i need and i think um, i want to touch on this a little bit before i go but i think it's really important to understand the effects of neurodivergence and how much it fucks up your ability to have interpersonal relationships and how much a hyperfixated a relationship that you've hyper fixated on can doom all the other relationships that you get into if you're untreated, undiagnosed and um unhealed like um spiritually and mentally. So for me, having a partner was really important and it it is important for me and having a career that I can that is stable and that pays me the money that I should be making for the skill set that I have, these two things have really taken a hit since I refuse to take control of who I am and admit to myself who I am. I've never been able to sustain a job and I've never been able to sustain a relationship. romantic relationship and I always thought that you know it's I have to do something about it and I do and I have to fix myself and I have to cure myself I have to evolve I have to like work on myself and I've done that for years and years and years and I still feel like there's a disconnect and I think admitting to myself that I have a limitation like ADHD like OCD is really the first step to sort of forgiving myself and softening um some of that blame and understanding that maybe there were things that I can't control. Maybe there's things that because I've gone untreated for so long, for my entire life, I'm not able to do within relationships and within careers and jobs that are very much like needed, necessary to sustain those things. I just don't have that mechanism or that mechanism is extremely weak. And sort of frayed at the ends. So for me to admit to myself that maybe I am different and that I am different and that I require um, some extra attention that I can actually source and that can mean something for me... um, in the long run and maybe help me slowly because this is a process this is not just like an overnight thing oh yeah I have ADHD thanks evaluator um got you it's not how it works not for me anyways um I am a bit slow in processing things and I don't generally pick up things right away it takes me a while I have to process it I have to look at it I have to digest it I have to make sure it makes sense to me and then I can kind of you know, come up for air and, and give a solution, but I need time. And I think this journey is nothing but time. If it's anything, it's time consuming, which is fine, which is okay with me. Um, I hate being rushed. I hate having to do things super duper quickly because it puts me into like a panic and I just kind of fuck up, you know? And so for me, it's important to just ride the wave, in at my own pace which sucks because every career requires you to work in a fast-paced environments. so I don't know I'm gonna have to figure out figure something out but we move um yeah I just wanted to kind of update you I have no idea where I'm gonna advertise this so if you listen to this you totally found me um I have no idea and I have no intentions of going back on like things like TikTok or Instagram so I'm on Twitter um but it's a locked account Like, I'm not looking to, like, have followers. I'm just looking to, like, say things in the void, um, which I kind of like. But if this finds you, I hope this finds you well. Um, But if it doesn't, I apologize. Um, And I think that if you're not well, just like me, then we can kind of hopefully, not trauma bond, but um, figure this out what what this world again means to us now maybe you're somebody as an adult you've been diagnosed with ADHD or ADD or OCD or whatever it is maybe as an adult you kind of have woken up and said okay wow there is some things in my life and there are some things about me that require attention and that require me to really address my problems and in the future understand and accept and love them um that's the journey that I'm on I hope that I can kind of help you give you permission to be on that journey too I know it's scary I know it's dark sometimes I know it can be lonely Um, I said before that it's not really lonely but it kind of is because if you're like me and you're sort of surrounded by people that are like overachievers or that seem to have all the same skills except you or you don't have all the skills that they have. Everybody, it's like this line in Elf. That's why I watch that movie like all year, all year round. He says, "Why does everybody seems to have seem to have all the same skills and I don't?" You know, like I'm paraphrasing, and I and I love that because it's like I don't have, I don't, I can't do what you can do. You know, unless you're neurodivergent too. But you know, for the normal population, for the majority population, I can't do those things. Or it takes me extra time to do them, or it's extremely difficult, and so I hope that this episode, I hope my whole podcast actually just gives you permission to be yourself, however you are, um, whatever you are, and um, to to know that there's support out there. Oh God, there's an ice cream truck outside. Kind of want some, and that there's support out there, and you're not beyond, you're not broken. You know, you're just a little bit different. You're just a different version of a fucking human in this material world. And I know spirituality can really help and can really um, assist in that journey. But I just want you to be aware of the pitfalls of spirituality and, and toxic spirituality and how sometimes blaming yourself and working on yourself constantly can be an issue as well. And that sometimes you just need to surrender to who you are and be okay with who you are and feel things that maybe you're uncomfortable to feel, but you've been numbing them or spiritually bypassing them or bypassing them in general because you don't want to face it. And so you kind of dive deep into these subcommunities like spirituality for some answers. And sometimes you're just, you just have questions and then there's no answers. And then you just have to live with that. And sometimes things happen and you just have to live with that and they don't, you know, meet your expectations or you thought that something was a sure thing or you thought that, you know, things about yourself was sure and then you wake up one day or you wake up and you're like, oh, wait, maybe none of that is true. Or maybe some of that is true and some of that is just the stories that we tell ourselves to feel better, to keep from feeling things that we need to be feeling. And... Um, I forgot where I was going with that, but <laughs> I hope that um, you just feel everything and I hope that you can take it and I hope that you find ways to support yourself and um, I always say like best version of yourself, best version of yourself. I think you are the best version of yourself right now at this point and then you might be a different version later, but I don't think either version is like better or worse. I just think they're different. They're different versions of yourself. And it's important to accept and integrate all those versions, all those versions that are maybe darker than others that you want to keep locked in a closet. You know, I use the house or the home as like kind of like your soul and the basement is like our, you know, our best kept secrets and our darkness and our shadow. Um, But those things need a place in your soul too. Those things are begging for structure. Those things are begging for you to see them as lovingly as you want to see the light versions so it's important to integrate everything everything has a home everything deserves a home and the things that you know maybe are not great about you you can integrate that too you can figure that out too in some way and have things that help you to integrate that um I don't know if that last part made sense but I really love you and thank you for listening and I wish you luck. Peace.